And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Well, I love a rainy night. I love a rainy night. I love to hear the thunder. Watch the lightning when it lights up the sky. We used to. You know it makes me feel good. Eddie Rabbit. Well, I love, I love a rainy night. night. I don't get it. What do you love about it? Do you love the flooding, Eddie? Do you love the panic in the streets? Do you love the mudslides? Do you love the death and destruction? State of California, L.A. Getting trounced once again. Yet, here we are. The Spikes Car Radio Clan. Undeterred. Dry. Yeah. Tired. Tired. We're just so old and tired. <laughs> Goodbye, Eddie Rabbit, forever. You'll never hear another Eddie Rabbit song on the podcast for as long as we live. As I live. Um, boy, it's been quite 24 hours. Quite a 24 hours of... Uh, I really feel like... It was, seemed like just not long ago, Zuckerman, you and I were sitting here talking about how great the weather was in LA. And now, and it's, now just, it's biblical. And the it's great flood. Biblical for two weeks in a row. I've had uh, amazing snow stories and, and now amazing rain stories. Yeah. Rivers a of deluge. rain. A deluge. A deluge. Very common occurrence here in L.A. I heard that somebody's but. older Targa is in their underground parking underwater. Yeah. That is happening here. Uh, ten inches of rain coming down the street. My battle is always defending my little garage on off the side of the house. Right. I don't know what's happening down at Santa Monica Airport. I just gave up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the street, is a, it's a downhill street. It turns into a river. And I, every year I go, well... How bad was it? How many sandbags should I put in the little corner there? And, you know, I started getting neurotic about it a few days ago. And I said, I'm going to pile them up high like I'm going into battle in World War II. I'm going to go up as high as my uh, my thighs here, just above the knees. Okay. Thinking, I think it got that high once, which you're, it's the street like that. And uh, sure enough, it did. Oh, really? <laughs> it did cut that Wow. It comes down. I forgot it kind of, I, I kind of jet them out into the street and it hits it and then it gets up high. If I don't do that, it'll uh, go down the short driveway and overwhelm the sump, which has uh, an output, which is also elevated like a mortar. You know, right, one of right. those World War II mortars, right. Zuckerman? It's, it's that high, yet the water was that high. So I had to elevate it, the plastic tube, hoping it wouldn't break even more. I put down, I had my flashlight, my Nebu flashlight uh, flashlight that I love, that they break all the time, but I love them. They're like three million lumens. I had my little hat. I had my outfit, not unlike this. I'm soaking wet. It's, uh, it's an inch of rain a second. Um, I had my umbrella. I put it down. The wind blows it into the river. It just sails down, gone right. forever, right. like a sailboat. It <laughs> disappears. Yeah. I'm in the dark. <laughs> Family's just in the house, happy, cozy, right. enjoying life. You're I'm, having a life of death struggle. <laughs> I'm having a life of death struggle. 20 yards away. <laughs> Had I been drawn into the river, that would be the end of me. No one would have even noticed that I was gone. But For these days. little redirections of water saved the garage. and the. Uh, we got, did miss an opportunity, though. What do you mean? I think we should have taken an unwanted car, put it in the garage, thrown in a couple of shovelfuls of dirt into the car, and put a garden hose in there, and then just said, look what the storm did. Right. It's totaled. Right. Yeah. Well, now you said it out loud. We can't do it. Well, you could do it. I'm not going to do it, but uh, I don't know why I get so crazy about it. I get really did, did nuts. Did the sandbags work? Yeah, they, they did. You know, because yeah, yeah. you're like a little kid, you know, you used to try to divert streams, damn stuff, maybe put little boats down. No, because this is the fourth winter in a row now that I have successfully defended the garage. And when it flows in, it's like, it's a mud flow and it's fine. It's just tires hitting the ground, but I have to then mop it up and it seems worth defending. It seems worth the fun. But I don't. I don't sleep well. I didn't sleep well. Did you? Did you survive, Johnny? You're up. Yeah, we're we we live on top of a hill, so it's just 
you know, it all runs into my neighbor's yard. It's fine. But let me ask you a question. If the hill collapses, is it better to be on top of the hill or down below? Where, which way are you have a greater chance of You'd surviving? You'd have to see the street. We're like midway. We're totally good. We're in the best place possible because the hill then flattens out for 25 feet, then goes up. So even if our neighbor's house slid down the hill, it would miss us, hit an abutment. We're, we're golden. We're golden. You know, it's, uh, it's not what saved us was no wind. If had the wind kicked up, the trees would have fallen. Had the trees fallen, the electricity goes out. The electricity goes out. The sump goes out. Did you see that article about how all the California is losing like millions of trees yeah, yeah. because of climate chaos? Yeah, it's just it's I don't know crazy. if it's climate chaos, but yeah, this well, isn't the worst flood we've had. You know, no, this is this is this is this was nothing, nothing in uh, 1861 of December. <laughs> They had 45 straight days of rain here. The largest flood in California's recorded history. I just, you know, I know a lot of you deal with flood around the world and we don't. We, we're, we're the home of beautiful weather and then sporadic natural disasters. <laughs> mudslides, earthquakes, earthquakes, mudslides, fires. fires. Yeah. And then it's fine again. And this yeah. afternoon it's suddenly fine. Yeah. But my backyard had a layer. It's so saturated. It was like it was all water. It was like a pond. So the water was just flowing in so many different directions. Yeah. Your property is incredibly flat. You're just very, very flat. Yeah. It, the yard is, yeah. but the street is not. And then I look forward to blasting through the streets in the Defender, which was, again, loads of fun. Except yesterday, I hit a puddle that was so dense, I was uh, probably four seconds of completely blinded on the windshield of water. <laughs> yeah. Just I hit it too hard, right. and I was on a corner, and I, and I was like, oh, geez, I can't see a damn thing. Um, so it's a mix of fun and a joy, the rest of it. And there was yeah. tragedy, you know. I heard, Montecito, yeah, we lost, we lost someone. A bunch of people. It's... Uh, it's tense, and when it comes in the middle of the night, it's scary. I'm laying in bed last night thinking, God, that big evergreen tree is just going to topple on me and kill me. I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> End it, please. Please. We're close. We're close. Anyway. We're happy to be here doing a show for you today, and uh, let's see. Where do we start? We both had Carrera Tees, 9-11 We did have And I know we, we talked a little- for two. We talked about them. I hadn't you know, Zuckerman, it. I thought about all of the bad Instagram captions you could make. That was number one in my list. T for, <laughs> T ripped, for two. I ripped that off from you a few years ago. <laughs> two for T. And then they were green. <laughs> and it was green and red, like late late holiday cheer you know, colors. Yeah, yeah. They're both Euro models. Yes. And I did get a chance to drive this car. I drove it up to the Santa Clarita Porsche Cars and Coffee with Matt Farah. In his uh, strawberry shortcake spider, whatever that is, frozen berry blitz, the most talked about spider on the internet. Andre's cold duck. And so it's about a 30 mile run up 405 and a great little speedster run. And, uh, you know, manual gearbox, speedy run. The car reminds me of the Speedster, though. This this Carrera T, it's an interesting car. It's kind of slotted in between the Carrera, base Carrera, and the Carrera S. And they all have these very subtle little differences. Seat deletes, um, manual gearbox. I don't think there's a manual gearbox available in the base career. There is, there is. You, you can get- on you, the, I was on the site there yesterday. It said there wasn't now. Oh, yeah? Well, maybe yeah, there wasn't. Okay, okay. I, I did that comparo, comparing right, right, all right. the different models going, well, just how is this different? Because it's such an interesting car. Yeah. Um, My understanding is that it's the GTS with the base engine. That's essentially what you're getting um, from from like, you know, how it's put together type thing. So it's a little bit sportier than the standard and the S, um, but it just has the, you know, the base horsepower. Well, it's a it's it's a T variant for Turing. Right. Oh, no, the, the T and the GTS are the same. They've had the same GTS performance. GTS has things. a little more spunk to it. But I, I think back to 73, Zuckerman, one of my favorite years for Porsches. Mm. And I have owned pretty much every car except for the E in a 73. Mm. And I remember at one point having a 911T, a 911S, and a 911RS. Um, and I had driven a 911E. I had all of these different variants of the 73. And they're all valid. And they're all amazing cars. But the car that I drove the most was, was the T. The 911T, the white 911T. It was the one that wasn't the most thrilling, but it was the car that I got in more often than not to relax and drive. And it's the one that I put the miles in. It had a broader sweet spot. And this car, this new 2023 Carrera T, reminded me of that car. 
That's what Porsche does really well is slice up these little, you say, how can they have 29 911s or 26 or whatever it is? And they do manage to differentiate oh, shockingly these cars. Well, they're good at yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it feels light and it feels special. So it is the lightest 911. Right. Yep. And you can feel that. It's fast, but it's balanced. It's not like these, you know, and there's something to be said for that, Zuckerman. You and I have these Tourings, these GT3 RSs right. and these other cars. This car, blasting up to Santa Clarita, I was just so happy. I, I got around anything I needed to get around, but I just, it, it's a car that makes you want to drive it. There are a couple of little things about it that bug me. The side emblem. <laughs> I don't like yeah. the way the Carrera T emblem looks, but that's a simple it's a minor thing. optional. It's an emblem delete yep. that yep. you yep. could remove, which I would take a hair dryer. Do yep. I? I would keep it on the back. I would want to have uh, folks know that I'm driving a T, um, and I think it's a pretty good value too. I mean, I especially because the one you had was hundred forty nine thousand. Something like that. The one I if had. We're talking about that being a good value. Yeah. So at 128, I think mine was 137. 137. The base sorry. is 116,000. Yeah. So right? mine, the one, the green one I had had like two options, and it got up to, you know, I was 128. I think out the door. This has power steering plus, which uh, definitely contributes to your driving pleasure. Rear rear axle steer. I didn't really feel it. Beautiful uh, matrix design headlights, which I did use. Um, I don't know, but it's in in here, Zuckerman. It's red, yet that didn't stop me from driving the car. I'm driving it every day, driving it every day, everywhere I can go. Looks I, good, and, and and I just it's just a happy, likable experience. Now, does it thrill? No. Is it that special that it gets you the attention you want to get it at the cards and coffee where I was at? A little bit. It was a lot of uh, folks coming up to me and whispering. Hey, you know, I, I had a career team, <laughs> but but quietly, like almost a shame. So I got to I got to um, actually when I met you guys on Sunday, uh, took it down uh, tuna, uh-huh. um, and you know, boy, if you put some better tires on, you can say this of any car, but like it's pretty damn good. And I think it's just because it's the lightest nine uh, eleven there is. Like you know, it, it it if you really get on it, it can thrill. Um, you know, not you know, it's not a GT three, but it's it's a pretty damn compelling uh, it's a valid choice you say yeah yeah and lightness is the porsche thing the lightest 911 is valid that's yeah. a valid quest yeah and i th- i think i would i think i would take it over an s um all thing even though it's a little slower you know you you can you can chip it you can get more power if you need it but as you're pointing out with you know 385 horsepower it's plenty quick i love any porsche that's well balanced mm. all all of the different systems in this car are, are balanced the one it, it, the, here's my other complaint small fix but you can't fix I would scratch out the six and the seven on the shift knob. <laughs> right? I can't. I, they're it's useless. Too crowded. They're too crowded. The car is very happy in third gear around town and fourth yeah, yeah. gear on the highway. And then fifth gear one, you want to chill. I used six and seven just to see what happened, and it's worthless. Yeah. Why, why are they doing that? Fuel economy. You, Fuel get, economy. you get big numbers on the highway at 80 miles an hour. The engine's not even spinning in seventh gear. <laughs> so. 600 RPM. I, I mean, I think it's like 1900. I mean, it's barely doing anything. It's too bad because a fifth, just five gears would make that car just perfection. And it's a pretty perfect little thing. Uh, you yeah. know, if you, uh, if you're messaging me and asking me what, you, you know, should I get one? Get one. Yeah, definitely get definitely. one. You'll be very happy, yep. but make it look special. Get a special color. Um, this guard's red is good. You had python green. Python green, baby. Not bad. You, and you, you're right. If you got rid of the the T thing on the side, it would look so much. Definitely better. get rid of that and yeah. give it give it a special color, and you'll have a special little GT car. What would your color be? Mm. I, I do, uh, shark blue for me. Yeah, some I kind do of blue. Shark blue. Like a, like a lighter, not not a not a Mexico, but around Mexico blue. Mm-hmm. Like like blue jeans, blue kind of blue. Right. They do jet black, gentian blue. Ice gray, chalk silver, Ice ruby gray. star neo. What about what that, that china gray? Is there a china gray? That I don't we know. Saw? No, but there's ruby star neo. What is that? That would not be good. I can guarantee. I don't know. Ruby that- star neo. That's not not. I know ruby stone. It might be like a metallic, maybe hmm. something frosty and pink. Yeah, ruby star neo. Like, like the color of your phone cover, Lieberman. Maybe. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Googling it. I don't know. My phone's like, well, anyways, no one can see it. How did your uh, truck do up in, uh, where did you go skiing? Big Bear. Oh, uh, it was it was incredible. Wait, did they get a lot of snow up there too? We got like, it was supposed to be 10 inches. I think it was more like seven inches, but it got it got down to the 20s. So it, it everything froze. Yeah, that's what happened. Which was a pain, the, pain yep. in the butt. Because on the Rivian, there's so many orifices that open up. Now you had frozen truck disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And it was... The well, door handles. What else froze on the side yeah, of the Well, truck? the door handles, the doors. So that's eight things that froze. Then the frunk. I had the boots and the helmets in the frunk, and I had, that was buried under a layer of ice. The gear tunnels, uh, both of them froze. And then the worst was the tailgate was just frozen solid, and I had the tonneau covered shut because I had my skis in the back there because I'd never put the ski rack on. And, like... I had to sit there for 20 minutes, like, getting the tailgate to open so I can get my skis out. Really? Yeah. How did you do it? Um, I have this weird machete in the car that I <laughs> so use. just brute force? <laughs> yeah, I just used to, like, hack at the ice. No, it's not the car. Like, like if I would have Wait, seriously, had... you hacked at paint with a machete? No, I hacked at ice with a machete. Do you remember? But, but, but hold on, back up. Yeah. <laughs> but the ice is over the paint. Did you damage your car? Uh, in this case, the ice was over the tonneau cover on the back of the tailgate. Okay. So, no. Is this a design flaw? No, not really. It was a weather it's, flaw. It's, it's, it's ice, right? It's, it's, it, 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 it was a weird thing. So it had rained and then it froze. Right. So just everything got ice solid. Um, you know, so like if I would have boiled a pot of tea and poured it over, like Did I could have solved it that way. I'm from Southern California. Ice is like a very freaky situation to me. Yeah. Remember um, the old 911s had that little eyedropper of glycerin yeah. in the in the glove compartment to drop onto your, I think, your key. The, right. Yeah. And that way you could get it in the lock. Yes. Yeah. But it, was, it wasn't Ooh. like the doors, the doors were very not Ooh. a problem. It was just key lube. <laughs> key lube. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the uh, the tailgate for your car's pleasure. And then the other thing that sucked, and I've actually been talking to Ruben about this, was the frunk where I had the boots and the helmets. Yep, um, had tons of snow on it, snow and ice on it. So once I got it open, the um, you know it, it automatically pops up. It's got mm -hmm. a you know whatever you call them, the things that open it. They couldn't open it, so I had to hold it up, which not the end of the world, but the second you let so go, it just drops like a <laughs> like a guillotine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, it smashed my hand pretty good. So that's, that's uh, it. You know, again, just for all the listeners, I'm going to stay together. This is... I don't go to the mountains. I want nothing to do with any of Why the Why do they, all the listeners care about that sucker? They do, and they all DM me to say <laughs> I'm with Just for all you. the listeners. Well, no, I, I had, I'm going to say it again. I, I don't had, do anything. In other words, you guys are stupid. <laughs> I sit on the toilet. I, but yeah. It was funny, though. because I eat I, coleslaw. I had that. Kind of <laughs> tell, tell your listeners about that. <laughs> but Spike, you'll, you'll relate. Like, you know, before I got on the ski lift, everything was a nightmare, right? The kid, he's five years old. Yes. Pain in the ass. It's difficult. So I have Zuckerman in my head like, I just stopped skiing. And I'm like, God, my wife could be dealing with this. Why am I doing this? Um, oh, and you'll be interested in this, Zuckerman. it's fun. There are beautiful moments. There are beautiful moments. Rear entry ski boots have changed my life. Ooh. Do you know about these? No. No. I know about the heated. And the way you say it, it <laughs> yeah. really makes me I know out. about the heated ski boot. That I like. Yeah. No. Those. So I have uh, big calves. In my entire life, I've hated ski <laughs> no, boots. No kidding. Zuckerman? One of these Lieberman problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother all were known for their, for their calves. We're called big calf. When they stomped on the stage and Fortville and the Catskills. Why those Lieberman women? Shore up those floorboards. The big Kaffers are coming on. The Lieber swine are moving through. And so I said something at the yes. rental place like, is there anything, you got any like, you know, big at the top ski boots? And they're like, well, we have these old rear entry boots, which apparently was a thing and mm -hmm. the technology's gotten a lot better. But yeah, it's great. You like step into them. Changed my life. That's I had the best. Bad. Changed my life. I'll change your life. Go to the beach. No, no, no. Go no, to no. Hawaii. I hate, I hate the beach. I had I had so much fun. You skiing. hate the beach? I hate the beach. Look at me. Do I look like... <laughs> my entire family... There's a like lot of pain, Zuckerman, but there was a moment where I was skiing with my son, James. We came down a backside on a green trail and they, where we're surrounded by just fresh snow, no people, oh. just dead silence and just shh. And it was worth the whole trip. That moment, that little run was so peaceful and so tranquil. 
And my son at the end said, he goes, did you feel that back there? And I said, Take him yeah. to a nudie bar. You'll have the same, hey, the same well, feeling with your son. Take, take him to a nudie bar with some coleslaw. <laughs> you know where I go? <laughs> to the deli case at Gelson's. That's where I live. Put him on the toilet. Big Risk is my name. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Suckerman. I mean, you got to live your life. But anyways, uh, Rivian in snow. Yeah. There's a new snow mode. What uh, about the, I mean. Unstoppable. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. look. When I was driving up to Tahoe, I was so happy that I was in a car that I could put gas in. And maybe it's just because I get paranoid and anxious about it, but you're in the middle of nowhere, you're going over a mountain pass, and you're like, geez, I, I'm so glad I'm not thinking about electricity here. We, um, did you deal with any of that? No, I planned ahead. So, you know, before we went up the hill, I with charged who? it to about 100%. Okay. Um, I got to the cabin with 66% of the battery left. That's good. Um, I had a 110 cord, so I plugged it in to kind of maintain the, the battery life. Okay. And um, what does that do for you, really? It, it just maintains it. And a mile it, an hour or something? Yeah, if that. But it, 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 what it does is it prevents the battery from getting cold. Degrading, I see. Yeah. So when we left the house, uh, I had 50% battery left. Mm -hmm. Got to the bottom of the hill, 50% battery left. Oh, good. Yeah, got home with twenty six percent. So that's it was good. it was not even an issue at all. Was the, was there a supercharger up there somewhere? There's nothing even resembling a supercharger <laughs> in, Big, in Bear? Big Bear. Really? No, there's wow. very nineteen eighties up there. Like, yeah, no, I know. You know what I mean? Like, but that's surprising that you then took your truck up and took that run. I, well, because I knew there was a charger close to the bottom, so I got it to a hundred percent. And mm -hmm. you know, again, I I I could have driven slower, but it got up with 66%. We used 16% or, you know, whatever kind of running around and, you know, just kept it plugged in at night and uh, it was fine. No chains needed. No, uh, oh, no, no ice. No, no, no the tires I got are, snow. they're, you know, three Did they peeps. have any snow up there? Tons of snow. On the road. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, the morning that we actually went skiing, it had snowed about seven inches of snow. So it was, it was pretty good. It's decent. Yeah. That's pretty decent. good. Well, they're getting more right now. Oh, yeah, I'm getting hammered right now. I don't know if you guys uh, follow the Consumer Electronics Show, but yes. it's turning into a car show. I've never had so many people go, "Hey, you got to come here. It's a car show." If, to if which I respond, I, I'm really not liking cars these days. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I go there to look at cars? I can just see on the internet. I can just see them just fine. But um, what's happening there? They they're turning it into. It's it's the it's like this this little uh, pathway off of uh, uh, the 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 car show circuit, and now it's this other kind of electronic device car that's being developed. Yeah, like well, Sony look, something or other, I mean, Apple something or other. You know this, right? I mean, software now defines the car. In fact, Motor right. Trend we gave out our software defined vehicle awards for the first time at CES. Yeah. Um, and, and this is, you know, no one's really hiring tons of mechanical engineers. It's software engineers are getting hired by car companies. I forget the numbers, but like, you know, BMW hired 7,000 software engineers, you know, and that's, and, and Stellantis did like 10,000 or something. Stellantis. Stellantis. I like the, uh, <laughs> Stellantis. They were an ex blue chew competitor. The last <laughs> the Stellantis. Drive a Chevy. One Stellantis pill will yeah. give you an erection last for six 365 hours. days. So, so CES has always been huge for the car world, but now it's even more important. The Plus Dodge, it, the new Dodge Ram was up there. The Ram, the they Ram. unveiled it, looks, it there. It looks pretty cool. Yep. It looks nice. Ram um, Revolution. They had that crazy BMW with the electronic paint job. That, well, if you get past the paint job, that thing is killer looking. Do you see that, Zuckerman? No. But that's, it, it changes colors. Why would you get past that? That's the only really interesting part of it. No, no, no. That's going to be the new 2025 BMW. Uh, it's called the Nua Classa. That's the new thing. Right. Uh, and it, that'll just never make production. They'll just never. No. Why? Oh, they, it just won't. That's one of those things tapping on the door of car design. Everybody wants it. You'd, everybody would love to be able to change the color of their car when they go out. It, I, I, why yeah. can't they? Why can't they? Why can't they? Wait it's just expensive. It. It's just, it's a show car, but that car itself is killer looking. It looks like a like old BMW I'm more 700. In changing the colors. <laughs> I mean, they have. You can buy wraps that'll change in the sunlight. You know. You, you, yeah. Um, but that was cool. And then there's that new. It's called a horrible name. It's Ophelia. I think it's yeah. pronounced the Sony car. Sony Honda uh, joint effort car. That's a weird collab. I mean, you and know, what is it? And what is that? Well, I don't know. Travel. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. What is it? Is it like the Bravia TV? 
blended with it. Yeah, I mean, here's what it is. Here, it, and an espresso machine. <laughs> Let's get to an espresso uh, uh, Alfa Romeo. <laughs> the, the Japanese car industry is very bad at uh, being leaders. They're great at being followers. You know, they can, you know, somebody invents a segment, mm -hmm. they will get into it and do very well, but they, they don't really like do massive innovation. So none of them have any real plans to electrify anything. So Sony was like, hey, you know how to build cars. We're good at electronics. Like, let's collab. And that's that's what it's going to be. It's funny you say that. Alfred Sloan, the famed head of General Motors in the 20s and 30s, always said, never be first at anything. Yeah, well, rip off the idea and perfect it. I mean, that's that's what that you know that's what they're great at. It's and, a hatchback. Sony's making a hatchback. I mean, it looks like the Lucid. It looks like a, a, a ugly Lucid. Front double wishbone suspension, rear multi-link independent suspension, dual motor, all-wheel drive, sub five seconds zero to sixty, and fat tires. That's all we know. Well, it's but it's also going to have a lot there of. There it is, like, right there, Zuckerman. Take a look at it. Weird. See, in the new studio, we're going to be able to put this right up on the screen and talk. So it's going it. to have a lot of like PlayStation like uh, graphics and stuff like I think that. It looks you great, know? actually. You like it? Yeah, I think, oh, it, looks I think cool. it looks like a dumpy lucid, but. I'm ready for all new looking things. Yeah. I just want new looking things. If they're going to be electric, they better be different looking. But this Ram was the one that really caught my attention. I thought, again, uh, this, they better get that cyber truck out quick. There's a lot of cool looking trucks coming out right now. And uh, with the Dodge brand and the Ram brand, which we all love, how do you beat that? So the wildest thing about that is it's a three row. You can actually like scoot the rear really? seats forward and then little uh, like tumble seats, whatever they call them, fold down. So in a wow. pinch, you could get yeah. like three rows and the seats come out and you can like stick them in the bed for tailgating or stick them in the frunk. So you can like take the, the driver's seats out and put them in the frunk and sit and watch something. It's pretty wild. Mm. What, uh, what cars get the most uh, electric charge miles? What do you mean? Do you know the top 10? Most, most miles per charge. Per ch I don't understand the per charge part. You charge up your Rivian. Yeah. yeah. How many miles Bands. do you get? Who has the best? Oh, Lucid by like the leaps Lucid and bounds. Air. Yeah, Lucid, the Lucid Air. That's right. Yeah. Who's but number two? Lucid. Lucid's going to be like top four or something. Lucid is not number two. Tesla Model S 405. Oh, 405 for the long range. Okay. Well, that's not fair. You know who's not on this list is Mercedes, weirdly. Really? I'm that's what sure I thought why. you would say. It's not Mercedes. a good list because I think can do 380. Tesla Model 3 is number three. Oh, here's Mercedes EQS 350. Okay. Uh, Tesla Model X 348. Tesla Model Y. So they have all their spots. They're in the top seven. We and should we go down to the BMW iX and then the Ford F 150 Lightning at 320. And so then the your Rivian, little Rivian. The, the Rivian does 328 now. It just got a software update. It went from 314 so to 328. So that would put you in eighth place. If I had the right tires. With those tires, <laughs> I'd be way off. It's very tired. Tesla, Tesla range now exceeds the stock price by a couple of hundred. <laughs> factor of four. Yeah, by a factor of four. <laughs> but is it uh, true range? That's what I'd want to know. No. Every time I bring one of these German cars in, I go, huh, that one really stays charged a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> that Mercedes, I got over 400 yeah, miles. That yeah. Mercedes it makes is, me wonder. Yeah. It makes me wonder. Yeah. Let's see. What else can we talk about here? Oh, Porsche's debuting three 1970s rally-inspired decal packs for the 911 Dakar. Johnny's very excited about this. I can see him talking about it now. Do we care would be my question. Um, hold on. Let me tell you what they are. I like them. There's Rally 1971. This guy right there. There is, uh, checking out on my phone. There's Rally 1974. And then there's Rally 1978. Yeah. This car continues to be very interesting. Uh, when we were chatting about it, uh, uh, I was chatting with Matt Farah about it and Dean Maroney of Porsche Santa Clarita. And we, you know, again, wondering who, who's the car for? There seems to be a lot of interest. He said he's selling a lot of these cars, a lot of, a lot of, but it doesn't sound like they're numbering production, which makes it less rare. It's, it's the price is going to keep it rare. I mean, it's, 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 it's what's you know, the we were talking about it. I can't remember it exactly, but like out the door, it's going to be three hundred. I mean, that's really like two fifty. You add tax, you're, you're going to be in this state. You'll be at three forty. Wow, 
Yeah, yeah. I I could you could probably look it up on the configurator, but it, they're very expensive for what it is because essentially it's a GTS lifted a little bit. Right, doesn't have a ton of like with the right tires though. Our ski trip without the kids totally do it. Yeah, you'd be fun, right? Yeah. But you could all, you know, if you lift anything and put snow tires on it, you can go anywhere. I'm just saying, like, for me, if I were a guy going to Tahoe all the time to ski, like, all the time, I would take that car right away. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, it would be fun. It would be fun. I just think, and we talked about this on Sunday, just for the money, you could get that Lamborghini Storato, which is a naturally aspirated V10. It's not a, you know, twin turbo, 470 horsepower. It's a 600 some horsepower V10 with all wheel drive with just as much snow capability. And you can put skis on that. I'd rather have that for the money. Put some skis on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting a a Lamborghini Friday. Ooh, which one? Uh, This Huracan variant. The Technica? You got it. Yeah, you're going to like that. Have you driven it? I have extensively. It's it's the STO with a frunk oh. and, less and no arrow. wing. What's that? And no wing. It has a small wing, not it a does. giant wing. So yeah. it's like a touring STO. It's a touring STO. <laughs> wow. It's like you don't even read my work. I think I, I think I actually called it that. I don't. <laughs> no. Good. Good. Don't. It's no good. <laughs> Where would I read it? <laughs> uh, motor Trend. <laughs> you would read what I write on Motor Trend, Spike. <laughs> Unless you appear on the front page of my Yahoo. Mm. <laughs> Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I see more often than not is drive for some reason. I I see drive a lot. I see Jalopnik. And then if I go to Motor Trend, I have to go to car and drive or road and track and Motor Trend. It doesn't find me. I'm getting very lazy with car content. I want it to come to me. I figure if everybody's going to spy on me, send me the stuff I like. Right. And if if you're not sending it to me, it's not worth me reading. That's the advantage of having all the folks spy. But you know who's spying on you right now? Who is spying on you right now? Also, I think Paul's falling asleep. The people, uh, <laughs> the people who uh, make these uh, electronic uh, digital license plates. <laughs> Not only yes. are they spying on you, but um, I guess there's this group of guys uh, uh, who hack things. Yes, for positive. They're white hats. They're called. Yeah, yeah. And they were able to very easily hack into Reviver's digital California license plate and do whatever they want. So change the number, change the message. So I'm a wiener. <laughs> why? Why would you ever get an electronic license plate? What's the? I don't. Under, what's the advantage? Well, I think if you were, you know, we saw this Tesla. I'll post this Tesla Model Three that we saw at the Porsche Santa Clarita Cars and Coffee that was slammed and had all sorts of mods on it. Something my kids would like, right? So, and yeah. people were playing music and, and the lights were all reacting to it. He had that electronic plate and it was recessed into the body. And it looked cool. It may, it kind of was okay. a finishing touch on something futuristic. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think other folks will 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 design a car, spec it out like monochromatic, and want a monochromatic look. They're very black and white. Other than that, I'm not sure why you would do this. I mean, I know because it's subscription. Yeah. So you, you, I know the one advantage is you don't have to worry about sticking a tag on. It, it, it like doesn't. Oh, that's oh. so but difficult. That's not hard. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But I wouldn't. I, I'm so tired of subscriptions. I don't want to subscribe to stuff anymore. Right. I don't want to subscribe. Right. Don't ask me to uh, subscribe to a license plate. Are you out of your mind? I, I you just, saw you saw BMW did an about face in the U.S. They said they were not going to charge any subscription for any subscriptions, and now they reversed it. Well, look, the future of the car business is subscription. I'm not I, doing I, it. Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, not doing it. I'm not paying for something I already paid for. Well, it's just, if you ever take a look, I have to keep now a list, a file of all of the subscriptions I have. You're getting soaked for a couple of grand a month. Starting with Yeah. Then moving into all of the software and app subscriptions because I will forget and then they'll just be leeching off me for years and years. It's nuts. Every year I'm like, why is my baseline credit card bill like a thousand a month that just jumps up this is the biggest problem this country is facing right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is it we figured it out it's not politics it's this 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 daily subscription grift the chiseling these, these companies are like strippers in a Vegas strip joint just yes. taking Reaching dollars into your pocket like just, a hugger mugger how can we take more money out of your pocket how can we do it how's your Netflix movie coming <laughs> It's great. What's wrong with that? That's the only thing that's not reaching into my pocket. It's, no, stuff, it's stuff in my pocket. How much money you got on you? Hey, Give me hey. some. 
Even eggs. They figured out how to get us on eggs, Zuckerman. Zuckerman and I are like, you where, can are buy the, eggs. where are the eggs? Where are the eggs? Where did they go? Avian flu. Avian flu. You know what they did? Yeah. They killed 54 million chickens last week. Yeah. And I started thinking, <laughs> is that a chicken holocaust? Is the, are is. the chickens going to rise up against us? Luckily, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were a chicken. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, imagine you you killed fifty four million of these creatures, these living animals. But we kill. I mean, how many do we kill a year to eat? Well, it's it's on, on the order of billions. I Ferris mean, and I read an article <laughs> about about working at the chicken plant, and they had a guy who did ten years for manslaughter in prison, who said working two days at the chicken plant was gave him more nightmares than killing a <laughs> guy and being in Because you're just killing animals. Yeah, and, I, the, I, and the horrific nature yeah, of the plant. Yeah, I grew up with a guy whose dad was from, like, you know, nowhere, Tennessee, who wasn't, you know, the, the idea of being a vegetarian was the last thing on his mind, but because he worked at a chicken slaughterhouse, he wouldn't eat chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd eat anything else. Yeah. No, I'm with him. Yeah. It's weird. Whenever I, I used to go fishing, I didn't want to eat my own fish. I, I didn't like the idea of catching it and killing it and then eating mine. I would eat somebody else's. I just choose not to think about it at all. Because the second I do, it's like you've seen those like horrible, like the pigs. like Oh, uh, it's terrible. It's just awful. I always arrive in the same place. Uh, I feel terrible. I feel a lot of sympathy for animals, but I do like eating them. I really, I like really enjoy eat them. eating yeah, them. So and I don't tasty. know what to do with all of these mismatched emotions and feelings. Eat dirt. Do what I do. Compartmental. It, stuff it deep down inside. Never think about it. I, I wouldn't be able to survive. Yeah, I, I and, like and a nice piece of bacon. I like a nice oh, piece of sausage. But I wish the piggy didn't die. It's it's also, also I don't mind them dying. It's the way they die. Like I remember yeah. one time, like I watched my, my my our friends of a farm, and I watched my wife. They they're like, "Do you guys want to kill a chicken?" And I'm like, "Last thing on earth I'd ever God. do." And my wife's like, "I'd like to try it." So I watched her like slaughter this chicken, and they're getting all spiritual with it, and I'm just like. What do you yeah. think, Zuckerman? Your wife slaughtering a chicken, a turn on or a turn off? <laughs> you know. <laughs> now we're getting down to the nitty gritty at Spike's well, Car Radio. Have to be yeah. my wife. Go ahead. No. I don't know. <laughs> Just a wife slaughtering a chicken. Any woman slaughtering a chicken is not a turn on. It's not a turn it's on. It's not a turn. No. No. I okay. have feelings for animals. I don't. I don't like. Just like you, I like eating them. You know, the worst thing. But I don't want to see them. I thought it would be great to go to a bullfight once, and oh that was a terrible experience. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, Horrible. I thought, oh, we're in a Hemingway. I'm here in Spain. I'm going to go. And then I saw them torture the poor thing and then cut it up into bits for the poor people. And, and yeah. It's horrible. horrible. I went to one in Mexico. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. I, almost, yeah I almost blew up a herd of cattle in Cambodia with my uh, M1 carbine rifle grenade. <laughs> Charlie's in the tree line. Is that what you were? <laughs> no, I was at a shooting range. They, they don't hit the cows. And I said, how do I do that? I've never fired this weapon before. And I almost killed the cows. That's the closest I came to. You went to a shooting cow. range in Cambodia? At the end of the runway, yeah. I've told this story on the podcast. I, I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> you, I think you were here. Maybe no, you weren't, no, obviously. It was way before you. We were in Podcast One studio. Okay. We okay. talked about your yeah, travels. It was, de it was delightful. Wow. Shooting all sorts of weapons and a lovely tour. And wow. Almost died in a bar with a hand grenade. And it was, it was a little adventure. We used to go on these. My friend John Fortenberry and I from New York, we'd go on these. Uh, we were always in the city working on TV shows. So when we had time off, we were like, let's get out of this concrete jungle and go have an adventure somewhere. Let's drive across Guatemala in a Suzuki uh, Samurai. Let's right. uh, go to Cambodia. Let's go to Cuba. We would go to all these places and have adventure, take pictures. And in Vietnam and Cambodia, it was a motorcycle trip. Let's, right. We heard you can just hail anybody down in, in Ho Chi Minh City and take their motorcycle for a few days. And it's true. You can. <laughs> you just go like this at the time and you go, can I rent your bike? They go, here you go. Wow. Wow. I'll meet you here in a couple of days. And somehow they find you. They're right. able to. And uh, they never left. They just, <laughs> no. they just stayed in that one spot. They do. Yeah, yeah, they did. They would they would come out and they'd meet you there. And there's a lot of literary history there and a lot of uh, uh, war history. We crawled through tunnels and shot weapons and then went off to Cambodia. And we were told if you when you're leaving the airport, just go down this road and uh, there's a shooting range there. 
and they'll let you shoot whatever you want. The army's there. You can shoot their weapons. And, and <laughs> on a Tuesday, we, what, what can you do with their wives? <laughs> on a Tuesday, 100 yards from the end of the runway, we were brought over to this drunk man without a shirt who had three long tables with white sheets on them who was drunk. Yeah. And we each proffered a $100 bill. Just We didn't know how to speak Cambodian. Gave it to him, and he pulled the sheets off, and he goes, whatever you want. Wow. Hand That's grenades. Wild. Hand grenades. Uh, not really a bazooka, but it, it looked like an M1 <laughs> carbine rifle that had an inverted bowling pin metal uh, grenade. Oh, a on grenade it launcher that fired. Um, I, yeah. My Fortenberry, my friend, famously juggled a live grenade, pulled the pin, and threw it, and didn't go over the mound all the way. We had to hit the deck. Uh, well, it I mean, was uh, it was wild. I mean, Paul, you, you travel. <laughs> when I travel, I'm like, where is somewhere nice to eat? I'd like to see a museum. Oh, they're great. There's great food there too. Yeah, but, but I you mean, couldn't leave the hotel. It's after six. That was the because you get killed. You get killed. Yeah, and someone did right outside the hotel. <laughs> someone rolled a grenade into a bar. Again, I told this story before, and I forgive me if you've heard yeah, it before. Sorry, but they I said haven't. don't go, and I and I'm sitting on a, a, a smoking a, a Cambodian cigarette and looking at this bar, and John's like, let's go. To the bar and I said they said not to go it's seven o'clock they said not to leave the hotel after six he goes come on it's right there and then it exploded <laughs> and there were no sirens wow. there was no just people coming out bloody and messy <laughs> and smoky they went home <laughs> the next day what was that all about and turns out someone uh, a spurned lover because oh. you can buy hand grenades in the meat market. At, so their farmer's markets, hand grenades, 15 bucks back then. Okay. You just, you get a steak well, or a hand grenade. It's a good price. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you check into these hotels, it said, please check your weapons and bombs. Really? In lots of different languages. <laughs> they should stock the hand grenades where the eggs Oh, they're go. great signs, Zuckerman. You would love them. I came home with so much artwork, warning sign artworks about rabies and bombs and beautiful, like, handmade painting things that they were using for their for public service messages. You would love it. Before checking into hotel, please put grenade on counter and a picture of a guy with a grenade handing it to a guy. I mean, who has signs like that? I just want to say, when you said the word rabies, he really started smiling. I always wanted rabies. I always wanted some rabies. It's a lovely place. And their motorcycles, they have these really reedy little Korean motorcycles you've Two never heard of. Two stroke wagon. Yeah, yeah. And roads are terrible, and the only caveat is if you go down, they're flying you out of there. There's no real hospitals or ambulances. You're going to Thailand, and that's expensive. Right. Remember at the time, it was a $2,000 helicopter ride. I can only imagine what it is now. And I'm sure it's not fast, judging from where we were. That's a while. I would just yeah. never think to do anything. I mean, I'd go to Cambodia to, just to eat food, but like, this, I don't know. It was fun. Yeah. Fun. We had cameras. We liked to do things. We liked to come back and tell our friends in New York, look what we did. There's some fun stuff. Yeah. Huh? yeah that was good. And now here you are, going to Palm <laughs> Springs, fun. fighting with the valet guy over the charge station. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my hand Did I grenade? tell that story? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that guy. <laughs> I offered to call him up. I yes, offered to call did. him up for you. Yes. He wouldn't let me charge at the hotel. Why not? Because I wasn't a real guest. I was staying at a uh, resort house off the resort, like a few feet away. Oh, screw that guy. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. He didn't like me. <sighs> Took one look at you. Knew what you were. I'm in a white Mercedes EQS. He had the red hat on. Yeah. He said, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Ferriston. And yeah. you, you didn't say like, hey, if a real guest shows up, unplug me and plug them in? Uh, I did, yeah. Oh, okay. And then he just walked away, stopped talking <laughs> to me. Wow. So I called the manager. They said, go down. It's cool. And I tried to up. bribe a girl at the Big Bear to, for better parking. <laughs> didn't didn't work. work? She wouldn't take the money. I gave her a 20. She handed it back. I gave her a 100. Nope. Only Zuckerman. She probably thought bribe. that you meant something else. No, I have she, my wife and kid. Trust me. Exactly. She knew what I meant. She really wouldn't take it. She wouldn't take it. Because I'm like, come on. Because they changed parking this year. You used to be if you got there at seven thirty, you can get a spot. Now you can't. You have to reserve it the day before. You don't have the right face. I've got a face for it, Ferriston. Yeah, there's something understood between me and these people. <laughs> what would that face money. be called, pray tell? <laughs> Felonious. <laughs> Not what I was thinking, Johnny. Felonious. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't take my bribe. Handed it back twice. It's the hardest thing in the world to do a bribe. 
correctly. I don't like it either. I just, she was like 17. So much fun. Huh? So much fun. Here, take this. Give me that. Yeah. It does work more often than not. I'm surprised it didn't in I that was, situation. I, I gave her 100 because I was just like the screaming five-year-old. You don't want to walk in snow in ski boots with a it's five-year-old. Awful. Why yeah. do you take that kid anywhere? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Trying to be a good parent. I know. Yeah. How did he do? He loved it. He took a lesson. He loved it. Yeah, he did great. See? Yeah. The kids love it, Zuckerman. That's why. You're trying to give them a happy childhood. Once I, they leave, you don't have to go skiing anymore. Like I, I'm not going to lie to you. I am not going skiing. I already turned down one ski trip to go play tennis last time. Remember Thanksgiving? I said no, thank you. I'm going to go where it's warm and hit tennis balls. I don't think I've, the kids have never said, "Dad, you never went skiing with us." They got they went away plenty of times with me. They're not missing out. You think your children are terrified? But did they go skiing? <laughs> did they yeah, get they to go skiing? Oh, as long as they went skiing, you don't need to be there. He says yes. They're terrified of me. Well, okay. They know that there's a lot. But you're not, you were never an athletic dad. You weren't the type of dad to go out and play Little League and do any of these things, right? My kids played Little League. No, your kids did, but you weren't the dad out I there. I was not the coach. Did I you ever them. have that toss with your son and the glove throwing the ball? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Well, I don't remember you it specifically. Didn't. You never played sports growing up. You never did any of that? We, we, yeah, we went bowling. And then we went, <laughs> we were in the bowling league, and then we'd go across the street to Arby's and see if we could get the roast beef to stick on the ceiling. But it's if you, what up. would happen, then, Zuckerman, if you were to throw out the first pitch at a baseball game? Would it be embarrassing? No, I could make it. You think you could? I, before I tore my rotator cuff, for sure. And how did you do that, eating coleslaw? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't playing baseball. I was not on athletic, and okay. I certainly did play tennis. You did? Uh, oh, You're a tennis player? Before I tore my rotator cuff, I could play. And you can't anymore? My, I can't serve over great. my head. Why don't you come back and play tennis with us? What's wrong with your knee right now? <laughs> Nothing right now. <laughs> you have tendinosis. Yeah, I just I had knee surgery. I need shoulder surgery. Not running around on the tennis court with you. Zuckerman's my doctor, so I call him when I get all these things. I go, is this guy on the level? He's telling me I have tendinosis and need surgery. He goes, no. There's a million things you can do before I sue him. <laughs> How about take two Advils? And I take two Advils and I'm fine. Right. Yeah, but I was told yesterday, this guy's like, you got, you know, you're going to have to get surgery. This is, is from tennis? Happen? Not yeah, from tennis. He hurt himself. No. He's old. Hold on, hold on. Back up. <laughs> yeah, back up. Previous, previous injuries, he's saying. This is a, a thing. And I said, I said to the guy, I said, look, I'm not a pro athlete, and I'm not even in a lot of pain here. I don't know why you would jump to that. I still, you know, and I'm not going to do what it. what he I'm, does for a living. He cuts people. Surgeons love to cut you open. They oh, really yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. a hammer, everything's a nail. To a surgeon, everything's an opportunity. Stick that fucking <laughs> yeah, they do. scalpel right in you. <laughs> yeah. And they and they seem to give you the option of the surgery a lot. This is the second time they were like, we well, just do the surgery. And I'm like... Because it's, it's called elective surgery. You're not dying. It's not like you got a tumor. I'm you're, still playing tennis and I'm fine. So I, I don't know why I would do this. I just have a little bit of pain, but it's totally livable here. You know, the one, I think it's one of man's, and, and as men, you'll understand this, one of our great uh, weaknesses, it's not a strength, is the ability to ignore medical problems for long periods of time. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's chronic. Seven, I'm seven months in, and I'm totally fine continuing Learn this To month. ignore it yeah, until continue. it locks up, and then you need knee replacement. You should do, you know, the... <laughs> He just tosses that in. Yeah. Okay. Remember, if you went, if you had the surgery, you could get the propofol and the fentanyl Ooh. and the Versed mm. and the paper panties. This <laughs> yeah. would all be, you know, you could have that same experience Tempting. that I had. I, Tempting. I'm going to, I'd be willing to, I don't want to make any more bets, but I'm going to be fine. I've been stretching myself out, rolling my leg. I, I feel good, and I bet you, aren't there steroid shots? Aren't there some basic cortisone? You get a little cortisone here? there into the compartment, and I'm going to take a little fine. break, and I'm going to stay off it for a month. Try putting raw torn? liver. <laughs> you get some raw liver, put it on your knee. <laughs> yeah, is it torn? No. Oh, no, scar no, no. tissue. Oh, listen, listen. Yeah, yeah, you're scar fine. Tissue. You're I fine. called you're up fine. my knee surgeon yesterday and said, "Hey, doc." It's kind of oozing. It smells rather foul. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm kidding. Just joking. I'm fine. It's not my knee. It's gang. Spike surgical radio. <laughs> wow. 
Hey, we had a nice cars and coffee uh, with Bill from the Malibu Kitchen. Oh, I wish on we Saturday. recorded that. It was was it Saturday funny? or Sunday? It was Sunday. Sunday. People funny. always ask, what are you guys doing now? Well, I, I sent out a group text to Zuckerman and Farah and Lieberman and Bill and Moise and everybody showed. Moise was confused. There was too many voices. Yeah. Too, many, too much noise around him. He was but it was weird to see Bill in that space. Yes. <laughs> he came like a regular a guy. And he was a celebrity, remember? Yeah. All of us are there. One guy walks up to the table and says, I think it's the Bill. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Thank you. And yeah. I said, did he ever yell at you? And Bill got all mad. <laughs> Don't bring that up again. He flipped out. Yeah, yeah. He, didn't, he doesn't like He's that. not happy with That's you, That's not too. the legacy that he wants. I think on the tribute podcast to Bill in the Malibu Kitchen, you two were very vocal in your criticisms, <laughs> which isn't really in line with a tribute. But, but wasn't he known as it was the sandwich the tr- Nazi? It was called the truth. I told him that I did for a few years. I didn't <laughs> want to deal again. with him. <laughs> well, he did show us some pictures of the proposed new property. Yes. Which was very exciting. It's still very in very early planning stages and no one knows, including him, if it's really going to happen. But there were some exciting uh, elements yes. of it. There was uh, there was a lot uh, about the lack of customers at the Malibu Country Mart now that we're gone. It's, yeah. <laughs> Empty parking lots. No problem parking now. Wait, down. wait, wait. You're talking on top of each other. The what? quality of the cars is way down. But I just mean people aren't showing up, yeah. right, Zuckerman? No reason to go there now. There's no, there's no reason. You don't it's like weird. Lululemon? No, I think eventually people show up, but Bill was responsible for a lot of traffic. Yep. You know, if it was like my family, I would go say hi to Bill. My wife would go into a dozen stores and my kids would go to the juice place across the way. Yeah. They you know, underestimated money got spent. his appeal. Yeah. Yep. They fucked up. Yep. Yes. Yes, they did. And uh, somebody new, hopefully we'll learn. We'll grab onto him and turn it into a real thing. We'll Anybody see. have anything else? It's a short show today. I got nothing. I don't know. It's, it's rainy. It's depressing. Yeah. Next what are you week, driving in the rain? The T. The T and the Defender. What do you got? Rivian? Rivian, baby. Actually, I put new tires on my Alpha, and they're killer in the rain. So. Really? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm driving that my E30 Evo 2, my M3, my 1988 M3 in the That's rain. Great. And it's good? Oh, it's fantastic. What yeah. tires are on it? I don't know. Whatever you see over there behind you. Uh, it, you know, I can break it loose, but it, it's easy to just take it out of a, you know, out of a drift. And it's got heated seats. It's got, it's got good ventilation. It's got a nice uh, rear window uh, know, defrost. I would say, you know, German cars, especially Porsches and, and BMWs and Mercedes, they're kind of designed for like winter use. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like a lot of others ain't. <laughs> it's really fun to slide it around a corner and catch it. Yeah. 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 Hopefully not have a tree. Because so, I was, I was freak. I didn't, I drove the T a little in the rain and it wasn't, wasn't great. But um, I put these Vredesteins on my uh, Alpha, and I was a little nervous. And it turns out they're they're great, uh-huh. they're great, in the, and they're summer tires, but they're great in the rain. They totally, totally stick, totally work. I just like a car. I don't mind getting dirty. Like I wouldn't drive yeah. my new Porsche in this rain. So this one I can. <laughs> I can just drive it like a car. I got gotcha. you. I hear what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like all thinking about all the mud getting caked underneath it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dreadful. Well, when are you giving yours back? Oh, it's back. They took it yesterday. Oh, they did. What do you get next? I was supposed to get an SL63, but I'm Ooh. actually going to Florida on Friday. Uh, so you want to see family again? We got COVIDed out of Christmas. The whole family got COVID, so we didn't go. So now they're better. So I'm. Being- Why don't you send them instead of you? Don't you have an emergency? Don't you have COVID? Uh, listen, man. Do you want us to send you on assignment? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. We can send if, you on assignment. Yeah. Yeah. You, you probably okay. should. Oh, if you put your foot down, you're getting a hotel. <laughs> or you're going to stay there hostage. Oh, look at Johnny. Oh. He's <laughs> oh. By the way, Zuckerman, um, I said to him right away, I said, look, it's no longer the holidays. I'm sorry. We'll see you next year. Yeah. That's how I would have handled that problem. <sighs> if, it's Let's just, give him the Goldblatt speech. Like Goldblatt. Stand on your hind legs. Be a man. Goldblatt Say, is just so you know, it's a psychologist. That we all have <laughs> we seen. know. You can't just say the Goldblatt speech. Yeah. No, I, I, and I, he says, what? He says, you haven't heard him? As a man, you need to stand on your two hind legs. Stand up. Stand up for yourself. I have not heard that You speech. never heard it? Oh, no. Okay. You don't have welcome printed on your back. You're not a doormat. Oh. Come on. 
Uh, Stand up for yourself. You know, I I could do all those things, but then the, no, you the, couldn't. The piece, I could. Oh, I could. No, you don't have it. Oh, I do have. You it. don't have the stones. I, I oh, I may not have the stones. I could do all those things, but then it's then the other three hundred and fifty eight days a year where yeah. I got to hear about it. That I, That's I right. like I right. That's a smart husband play right there. No, you, you know, no. it's like I understand that play. It, it's like no, can I take five get over days it. in prison? And then have peace. Hey, you want to hear something cool I'm doing? My wife's so happy with me right now. Every text I send her is written by uh, chat GPT AI. <laughs> I sent, I did something wrong the other day. I didn't close a cabinet or something. I said, uh, chat GPT, write Erica uh, an apology note for leaving the microwave door open. And it wrote this lovely letter and I sent it to her. And then it said, uh, I said, write Erica a little uh, thoughtful little daily love letter text. And I did that. And it was really, he might, my emotions, my overwhelming love for you. That chat GPT spits it out. I send it to her. She comes and gives me a big kiss. Are you serious? She has no idea. Wow. She has no idea. Wow. AI has improved my relationship. Wow. These are things oh, I This is never... a wonderful fraudulent relationship. <laughs> a fraudulent marriage. You're engaged. This is terrific. Guys I and girls. GTP. I'm telling you, if you're like me, and I admittedly have trouble with the romantic stuff. I don't feel comfortable. You know, I'm, a, I'm a comedy writer. When I write that stuff, it doesn't feel good, right? Chat GPT, that little interface, the AI can do it for you. And... It works. These are all things that you would never write. Zuckerman. So then, how do you how do you but get in works. the mood with your wife as a comedian? I got eleven fingers. You want to see the eleven? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, no. It's all Chat GPT now. It's all wow. the AI. Yeah. Wow. It wrote some pretty bad jokes. The kids and I were very entertained by some bad jokes. Uh, we said, write a joke about go for the dog, uh, and it said, why did Gopher eat the garbage? Because he saw the gophertunity, Oof. which is a really wow. bad joke. That's horrible. But my kids love bad jokes. And yeah. Gophertunity has turned into a new word in our house. I've been using I actually it. admired the joke. I thought it was so bad yeah. that it was pretty good. I, I've been using it to my, my kid. I let him write Harry Potter short stories with because ah. uh, he's always like, tell me more about Harry Potter. I'm like, I don't, I don't know anything here. And I'll say like, make up a Harry Potter short story. Yeah. For a five-year-old, I'm just saying the the interface with the uh, the significant other, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. I, I feel like my wife, if she ever found out, she would like just stab me. That would be <laughs> yes. That would would your wife stab or would she be like, oh come on, Spike? She she would say, I knew it. Depends on. I the knew day. that's not you. Ah uh, no, my wife. I have would, written some very nice notes in the past, but she apology would, notes, right? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> a note. Apology, I don't. I have to deliver that one face to face when I screw up. I don't. I don't write my wife notes. Should I get on this? Well, on Valentine's Day, maybe on their birthday, on your anniversary, it's nice to compose something thoughtful. You have a choice: and- you could write a note or just bend a frying pan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really good at weaseling. Why don't out you of- do that? Why don't you? Why don't you bring? Tell her you're going to bring the the frying pan. <laughs> But it's, you're already you. doing, you're making your wife happy. Which yeah, is, I do others. It's a smart move to kind of keep the peace. She's not going to be happy because she's she going to be miserable the whole time. Oh, no, no, she, and it, well, the part I left out is she's much more miserable than I am. Yes. Because she knows not only are her, is, is she knows I'm miserable. Yeah. She knows that her parents are miserable. She knows everything. Yes. So, but yeah. for her, it's deep deep oh, pain whenever it, you're with your own family uh, her, it, it's deep pain for you mostly her parents got divorced her mom was a single mother raising yes. two kids yeah, it's yeah. all that pain Are you yeah. staying in a in a hotel this time no. Oh, God. I know. In, you're, I, you're going in reverse. Are you getting a press car to ha- yes, at least entertain yes, yourself while you're there? Yes, we have a white G-Wagon. You do? Set. Yeah, 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 yeah. The white G-Wagon. And We're, how does that work? I just... Where, where, you, where do you land in Florida that you can get a press car like that? Well, anywhere, but uh, th- this is, we're going to, it's near Fort Lauderdale, so... Okay, so you, there was... So you say, hey, send me a G-Wagon. Well, I, what I do is, I have a thing with Mercedes, is when I go to Florida, they got a lot of Mercedes in the fleet there, so I had this G-Wagon like three weeks ago when it was in Miami, and I said, hey, I'm going to be in Fort Lauderdale, and they said, you know what, like, we'll, we're, we'll move it up there. Uh, and then it's going out of service. And then I had to cancel because of the COVID. Oh, right. And then I said, hey, is there any chance? They go, yeah, it's still up there. 
Wow. So sitting there. So why do they have so many press cars in Florida? Just YouTubers? huge market. There's 30 million Floridians or whatever. <clears throat> Just for people to drive. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And a lot of, a lot of journalists in Florida. Wow. That's good to know. Maybe yeah. I'll go to Miami. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. They got all kinds By the way, of I haven't stuff. driven the new G wagon yet. You haven't? No. Oh, I've got to ask for that right now. Oh, dude, you would you would throw your who is it, Michael? Michael? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. You'd, you'd throw your Defender away and just get a G wagon. They're so good. I would never do. You that. should get the four by four squared. That's the one you want. The giant monster truck one. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't think I'd feel comfortable. Just to drive around for a week, you'd love. Yeah, it. you'd laugh the whole. T- your kids would go nuts. I have. I'm very happy in the Defender with the cold weather package. Okay, it's muddy. It's messy. I'm muddy. I'm messy. Fair. Today I'll find my umbrella that <laughs> <laughs> floated down the street and gone forever. But uh, it's at right Kamala now, Harris' house. I'm happy. Yeah, maybe. No, she was fine. Anyway, that's our show, gents. Thank Here you. we are on a Tuesday. Mm. We'll uh, see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.